Good morning, Wood Creek. I'm Jonah. I'm Annalise. And I'm Riley. And this is the JAR Podcast. Today we'll be talking about colonization. Today's first question is how do colonizers colonize and how does it work? Annalise? So, colonization is when you grow and so, well, you first find land and from that land you kind of grow from it and you control it and... Uh, Alright, Riley, what's your opinion? Yeah, I pretty much said the same thing, but you grow it and you make a profit and uh, you go along with your business. I pretty much said the same thing, you know, find land, start to build a little town, you want farming, hunting, religion, and profit, those are some of the main ones. Okay, the second question is, explain why America became important to Britain. Um, American, America became important to Britain because um, there was a lot of money to be made for Britain and it caught Britain's attention, is what I said. Yeah, um, I think that America was not only a place for people to go to, but it was also a place for a lot of profit. Um, it was another form of payment. And the third question is, were the colonists justified in breaking away from the Great Britain? Explain. Um, I said that the American colonists, colonists believed that they were justified in breaking away from British, from, from British rule because they believed that the British Parliament and King... I didn't finish my sentence. All right, Riley, let's move to you. What do you think? <laughs> um, I said yes because they had a choice in which they made. All right. I said, uh, I think that they had every right to leave because it was a new lifestyle and it was their only chance of freedom. I agree. Yeah. On this next session, we have four more questions on colonization. The first question is, how do indigenous people resist colonism? Um, so I think indigenous people resist colon... colon I can't... Colonism? Colonism. Um, because... Um, to gain, they try to gain more of their land and control um, both their war, warfare and diplomacy, and it was often very unsuccessful. All right. I also said uh, that they control through both warfare and diplomacy, and so I actually actually agree with that. Diplomacy. All right. Yeah. I said that uh, they refuse to uh, let up their land, and so they fight back because that's how they resist. Um, Annalise, what's the next question? Um, identify and explain the interaction between the different social groups in early America. Describe what life was like between the groups. I said landowners controlled everything and basically owned the lower class. So the lower class had no say and they were just not, not there. Alright, I said that uh, it was tense. There was um, a little bit of peacefulness there, but um, I'd say the backbone of it all was hatred. Among um, each other. Yeah, I agree with Jonah on that one. And also, like, they would torture them a lot. And so that wasn't very... Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Riley, what's the third question? When are revolutions justified? Use evidence from class so far to discuss. So it's basically whenever a government... Whenever government betrays the purpose for which it rules the, the good people, or more specifically, the protection of their rights to life, liberty, and property, or when government abuses their power. 
I agree. All right. I said that um, when the larger opinion, so more people have a lesser voice than the people with wealthy money. So when it's very unfair, basically, that's when it's fair to have a revolution, I feel like. And then our fourth question is the Pueblo Revolt. Was it successful? Um, on Google, it says that it was in 1680, and it says it was the single most successful act of resistance by Native Americans against a European invader. It established Indian independence in the Pueblos for a decade. Really? Yeah. That's I said the exact same thing. <laughs> that sums up this section. So in segment two, we're going to be discussing about how we see... Um, ourselves today as a country and what have we learned that doesn't match with that idea of America and how does it conflict? I said we learn from our past mistakes with history and that shows of it pretty much tells us like what to do it's a guide and so we improve from that. All right I said that um I said that we should be somewhat thankful because really this isn't our land and that um in some way we are invaders at least Past generations, invaders, at least. Yeah, um, I said that, you know, the idea of America is that it's, like, land of the free, it's equality, everyone is supposed to feel safe, but with, like, recent events, there's been a lot of riots and a lot of inequality, um, and so I feel like that conflicts with the idea of America, of land of the free and equality. All right, so uh, our third and final question is, uh, what TV slash movie character is America at this time in history? Um, Also, often I'll say that um, I think that it's represented good by Bender from Breakfast Club because they know that they did something bad, or he knows that he did something bad, but he's there and he made something good out of it. I I completely agree with that. Um, I said two. I said one, um, so in Titanic... This captain is like on this like pillar thing, right? And he looks overboard and like sees the ocean to see if something's in the way. And if he would have been paying attention, he would have seen the iceberg earlier and warned the captain and be like, hey, don't go that direction. And then they wouldn't have died in the end. And also, uh, <laughs> in the vampire diaries, this girl named Malema is human. And if she wouldn't have come into Stefan and Damon's life, then nobody would have died. So basically, people's mistakes causing something larger? Yes. All right, cool. (laughs) Perfect. Today's broadcast is brought to you by U.S. History Books, Paradise, and WCCCD.edu. Thank you guys all for tuning in, and be be sure to be here next week. This is Annalise. This is Riley. This is Jonah. And this is the Jar Podcast.